Before we get into today's episode, let me ask you a question. Do you ever wish you had someone to help you speak better English, feel more fluent, and have more confidence in specific situations for your work? Well, that's what you'll get in my private lesson program, Speak Business English Confidently. And FFCC membership is included in the package. From November 15th through the 23rd, we're offering some special discounts on the program Speak Business English Confidently. And for details of the program, check the link in the notes to this episode. Now, let's go. Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. What stops you from pitching your ideas or yourself? Hey everyone, a quick special announcement before we get into today's topic. If you want to send us an email with any English-related questions, ideas for topics, or any feedback, we now have a dedicated email address for podcast listeners. Send us an email at podcast at christinarobofate.com with your questions, comments, and suggestions. We'd love to hear from you, and we might even read and answer your question on a future podcast. Now, on with the show. Hey, everybody, Christina here with the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. I hope you're all doing well. And today I am with Linda. And Linda, how are you doing? You're just back from the States. Um, So how's the jet lag going? Uh, I think the jet lag is finished, but unfortunately, I seem to have picked something up while I was there. I've tested. It's not COVID, but it's (laughs) something. So um, so my voice is a little bit deeper than usual, but I, I think you can still understand me. So so. I can understand you. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. That's like, I was in Ireland for a conference last weekend, um, about a week ago and same thing. I came back and I'm like, oh, now I'm all sick and everything, but same thing. I did two COVID tests and it's not that. So I'm just like, okay, it's just a bug, but you know, Um, I'm happy that we're getting back to the point where it, it, okay, cool. It's just a bug. Exactly. Oh, I'm just sick. It's not COVID. (laughs) Yay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, Good, interesting when you're happy that it, you're just sick. Um, but you know, hey, well, uh, I'll take it anyway. All right. So today we're talking about um, like what stops you from pitching your ideas or yourself. Um, and interesting when I when I mentioned this topic to you, you said, oh, you were working with someone and you had just worked on this very yeah. thing. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I guess. So- I was meeting with a student and we were talking about her LinkedIn profile, looking at her profile and then Mm. looking at some jobs that were similar. Mm. And we ended up talking about how difficult it can be to write about yourself. Yeah. And pitching, it's it's the same thing. Your LinkedIn profile, it's basically a pitch on paper, right? Exactly. So Yeah. yeah, we were talking about how difficult it can be to talk about yourself and feel confident in Mm how you should write it, what you should write, what's important. And then also it can be difficult to see yourself objectively. I think Mm. that was, that was the biggest thing. And so we talked about getting the input of people that you trust and value you. And those, those were some of the main points. So, yeah, I think that that's a good idea. Yeah. That's real. That's really good advice because it's like, yeah, like, you know, I think a lot of people, and especially it can depend on like what kind of culture you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, like, this idea of I'm going to do this like elevator pitch of myself or my business or my idea. Um, what does that mean? It means that you have to basically point out how great you are or how great your, your idea or your product is. And, you know, a lot of people just a are not comfortable with that. And I mean, like, 
American, there's Americans as well that are not comfortable mm-hmm. with that. Um, but especially if you're coming from a culture which downplays maybe like individual ambition or individual oh, accomplishment or things yeah. like that. Um, it can feel really uncomfortable and really like you're bragging about yeah. your stuff if you're because you're just doing, you know, like a, like an elevator pitch or, or any kind of pitch. And you're just there to actually point out why you're good or what you're good at or the value that you can bring to the people you work with. Um, and yeah, you you kind of have to get over that limiting belief, I think, and and do it. So there's, yeah, there's a few things that, that we talked about that were super interesting Mm. and you're talking about limiting beliefs and also like mindset, things Mm. like that, and how you, you view yourself and how you, if you're open to change, if you're closed, things like that, we talked Mm. about that. We also talked about, um, how sometimes it can be really difficult to, uh, objectively view mm. yourself and yeah. your skills. And so right. that's why it's so important to get that outside perspective. Yeah. So as we were talking about soft skills rather mm. than just the technical skills, because mm. that, it's so easy to see I'm good at marketing. I'm good at computers. I'm good at a specific thing. That's right. easy. But to identify what makes you unique, I mm. think sometimes we view the things that make us unique as normal. Yeah, and that, that everybody can do it, and we don't right. truly realize our value. Mm. And so, I think sometimes that's why you need to get that outside perspective, right? Yeah, so. because it, I think it, and it, it does like, like you said, it, it's maybe either you don't see it or you don't believe that, like, the thing that you're doing is something exceptional or extraordinary. Exactly. You're just like, oh, this is just normal. Like, a, an example. Um, I was just working on, um, I was sending over some notes um, for my coach that I work with on who helps us with the business and everything. Um, and one of the strengths, because we're doing a SWOT analysis, which is strengths, mm. weeks, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Mm-hmm. One of the strengths I put down um, for us was that we teach business English. And I was like, but like, I feel like I'm like this. And I told her this, I was like, the number of people who said they've started working with us because we really specialize in business English. Mm-hmm. Um, and they see that as something like extraordinary or exceptional. Whereas my sort I and maybe this is my limiting belief. I'm like, this is such a saturated market and everybody and their mom does business English. And so I was like, and I think like for me to hear that from enough people that I noticed it, I was like, they're seeing something that I'm not seeing because this is like, like you said, just normal life and everyday life and business for me, but clearly not for people that are outside, I would say. Yes. But also, okay. As you're yeah. talking about the, the market is saturated. Mm. I'm not sure I agree with that completely because okay. I feel like what you have to offer are we, but mm. you're, the, you're the public face that people are hearing most often. Mm. Sure. <laughs> What you're offering is more advanced than many of the other Mm. people that are doing it. So you're really talking about something that is completely situational Mm. and you're taking them deeper into something that is, it seems like a lot of the things, because, so I teach at a business school and a lot of the the videos I search for to try Mm. to show my students, it's the same things every time. And it doesn't get deeper into the really difficult situations that you might have Mm. um, and how you can deal with those and what words you can use in this specific situation. Mm. And I think that what you're offering is Mm. uh, 
basically situational adaptability, right? Mm. You're creating a, a different way for them to deal with those specific situations. And that's yeah. something that you have to have as a soft mm. skill. Yeah. Right. So exactly. When I'm looking for something, a video, typically what I'm finding is just how to negotiate. And it gives you the same old things that you How find. Does it, does it give you the first conditional? Like <laughs> if you pay this price, I will give you this discount or something like that. I, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Um, or they'll, they'll teach you, I think um, one of the most generic things that you see when you're on LinkedIn it's just team player. Are you a team player? <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, such like, and it's like, uh, who's going to say no to that? Like, you know, are you a team player? No, I hate everybody. And I just want to do work in my own little corner and not have to report to anybody. Um, but what, what does that really mean when you're talking about who you are? And so mm -hmm. I think getting into some of the, the deeper details, which is something that I feel like you do in the videos. So mm. when I, when I watch the videos, I'll be like, mm. oh, that's really good information because even though it's business English and you're saying that it's saturated, your, I don't know how we're supposed to say it, niche, mm. niche market. Mm. Um, I, got, I got into an argument with Janine on that the other day. So, <laughs> Janine's like, it's a niche and you're saying it niche. And I'm like, uh, I say both. And, but I've, yeah, I've there's heard no, both there's... and I accept both. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, I think that what you're offering speaks to people in a different way than some of the other offerings. And mm. so exactly what we were talking about, yeah. you needed to hear that outside confirmation to exactly. know that you were special. Mm. Oh, thank you. I'm like, oh, thank you for this coaching session, Linda. It's so awesome. You um, know, recently I've had some students tell me that when they're working with me, that it feels like a coaching session. And I'm yeah. like, I think that's probably a success then. Cool. Mm, yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> but I think, and I think all of that, all of that goes back to like, maybe, yeah, this idea of like, what's, um, what's stopping you from pitching your ideas or yourself is just maybe the, I would say the, you've only got one perspective and it's your mm -hmm. perspective mm -hmm. um, and maybe getting those outside perspectives and that outside vision of how people see you or what yes, you do. Absolutely. Can really to help you to say, wow, you know, like, hey, what I'm, I'm like you said, I'm special. Um, and then you can better share that with other people and maybe even get over that, that mindset of feeling that you're bragging or whatever, because it's not you saying it. Um, it's other people who have said it to you. And you're simply, I would say, you know, passing on that message <coughs> about, um, Exactly. What's, yeah, what makes you special? So, right. Okay. Very, very interesting discussion. And I'm like, I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast myself as well. Cause I'm like, oh, I need to make notes on what makes us special. Um, anyway, so let's go through and get the vocabulary. Um, so as you guys know, we're right. still testing out this new format. Um, first of all, thank you all very much for your feedback. We are noting it and taking it on board. Um, we're still testing the format for a few episodes. Um, and as part of that, here's the vocabulary that we talked about or that we mentioned in that conversation. And we encourage you to make a list and then go back and maybe listen and see if you can catch the vocabulary. And um, now that you will have the definitions, maybe listen more closely to better understand. Um, all right. So Linda, let's define the first one, soft skills. How would you define sure. that? So I think I talked about it a little bit in the conversation, but 
typically it's soft skills versus technical skills, technical skills being the education that you've had, whereas soft skills would be more of the interpersonal abilities mm. that you have. Yeah. So interpersonal meaning, meaning how you relate to other people. Um, are you patient? Yeah. <laughs> are you not patient? Yeah. Um, one of the ways I'm described typically non-judgmental is one mm. I hear frequently. Mm, um, yeah. Patient is also one. Yeah. I don't know. You, you know me. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I, th- I think that that sounds good. Um, easy going. <laughs> easy going and, and very willing to help, I would say. Um, nice. See, so, it's so much easier when someone else does player. it. <laughs> I, am, I am a team player. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's soft skills. Um, All right. So mm-hmm. uh, next one for you would be yeah. elevator p- pitch. How would you uh, define mm. elevator pitch? Okay, so elevator pitch, um, I would say maybe just about the name, we call it an elevator pitch because the ideal situation or whatever is that it's something that is short enough that you can tell to someone when you're like in the elevator together, but then I'm like, who talks to I'm each other? Probably an American elevator. building, probably not a French building. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when you're going up, you know, I don't know, 58 floors in a skyscraper right. in New York. But short enough that you can deliver that pitch to someone in the time that it takes you to get from one floor to the other in a skyscraper, let's say. Um, So basically a very, very, very short presentation that is really meant just to get the attention of the listener and to make them want to continue that conversation with you. So not all the details, really the attractive, um, juicy, you know, stuff that makes them say, interesting. I want to know more. I want to continue this conversation. So that's what, how I would define the elevator pitch. Um, but now it's, you know, it's done in lots of different contexts, but the idea is still the same, a short presentation designed to make someone want to continue um, talking with you or listening to your message. Mm-hmm. Um, what about limiting beliefs? How do you define that? So in self-development the stuff, they talk a lot about limiting beliefs and how, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, mm. you're right. I love that. I love that saying. Exactly. Yeah. So limiting beliefs, if you believe you can't do something, then you won't do it. Mm. Um, so um, the things that we tell ourselves about ourselves are super important. Um, and mm. um, that goes hand in hand with mindset. So mm. if, if you think I've defined it well enough, so my mindset is, is yours to define, but I think mm. that it's yeah. very similar to limiting beliefs. I think, I think maybe, um, we could say that <clears throat> like minds, a limiting belief is a type of mindset. Agreed. Um, and then a mindset is really just, I was going to say the, the place that you are at mentally, like, so the, the beliefs that you have about yourself and the attitudes, um, and they can be limiting beliefs or they can be empowering beliefs. So this having the mindset of like, I can do this or an open I'm going, mindset. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm going to find a solution. There's here's the problem, but a limiting belief is like, oh, I can't do this because closed mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A closed mindset. And then an open mindset is like, all right, here's the constraints I'm working with. How can I find a solution? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mindset is just your, I guess your mental attitude, we could say. Agreed. Yeah. Um, what about team player? How do you define that? So I think I'm going to take on the last two words okay. because it was a situation I was talking with a student. We mm. were we were on her LinkedIn profile. Yeah. And we kept seeing team player, right. team player. And, and I was like, that's so vague. Yeah. 
how, what do they really mean when they're saying we want someone who's a team player? What they're saying is we want to know that you will adapt to every situation. And so that's Mm. how I came up with a phrase that she could use that was situational adaptability in team dynamics. Ooh, I like, I'm going to put that on my LinkedIn profile. (laughs) Um, And the idea is when you're forced to be in a team, which is frequently, Mm. that you can adapt to the weaknesses or the strengths that you have compared to the other people that you're with. Right. Yeah. Right. So can you adapt when you're in a specific situation with a specific group of people? Um, And by doing that, you are a team player because Mm. you're using your strengths and you're using what you, you can and can't do or what, what you can best offer Mm. or maybe you have a weakness and that's not something you should be doing. And in that situation, someone else needs to take over. Mm, okay. Yeah. Very interesting. And so it's, yeah, I think that the idea of situational adaptability, like you said, is you are able to play up your strengths, play down your weaknesses, but also to adapt to the strengths and the weaknesses of the people that you're working with. Exactly. Um, Cause sometimes you're like, I hate that. So-and-so just can't do this, but you have to deal with it because so-and-so is your manager. Um, so you have to adapt to that situation. Okay. Very good. Um, And maybe just some insights a little bit here about team player versus situational adaptability. Like you said, it's kind of similar in terms of meaning this idea that you um, adapt to the situation and to other people, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But like you said, team player, I feel like it's just very kind of cliche and vague um, and everyone uses it, but situational adaptability is like, Ooh, that's Correct. nice. Because even a team player there, I mean, I typically, when I was playing on teams was, was a starter, but yeah. then a uh, starter, meaning I was one of the first people to play. Mm. But then when I got to college sports, right. Uh, yeah. University, I was on the bench, but I was still part yeah. of the team. So I had to figure out how I could, you know, help out. Cause yeah. I was, first year. So I think team player, what's your role? How can you help? Um, But you're still part of the team. So you have to find a way to contribute. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Very good. All right. So that is um, all of the vocabulary that you heard in this episode. Just to recap, soft skills, elevator pitch, limiting beliefs, mindset, team player, and situational adaptability. And We would love for you guys, if you are in uh, the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, come over into Mighty Networks and tell us what is the word or the idea that you take away from this episode? Is there something that you really like? Or is there maybe a new expression that you discovered? And if you are not a member of FFCC, then definitely we invite you to check out the club Come and join the conversation, like literally come and join this conversation and talk about these things with us Um, and the other members of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. um, We would love to have you. And as I mentioned, uh, like I said, we're still testing out this sort of longer format of the podcast, and we're still very much collecting all of your feedback um, to see if you like it or to see if you prefer a shorter podcast um, as before, round six, five to 10 minutes, let's say per episode, instead of the maybe 20 to 25 minute episodes that we're currently doing. 
send us your feedback at podcast at christinarubavate.com. Um, and yeah, help us make this decision because we want to be team players with you guys um, and adapt to all of this situation. I don't, that doesn't even make sense. We, um, we have an open mindset and we would love to, to change things and adapt situationally. Thank you, Linda. All right, yeah. there you go. All right, thanks, you guys. Have a good one and talk to you soon. Linda, see ya. Thanks, bye. Thanks for listening this week. And before we finish, don't forget that we can also help you speak better English, feel more fluent, and have more confidence in specific situations for your work. In my private lesson program, Speak Business English Confidently, which includes private lessons and FFCC membership. That special discount on the program will be available from November 15th through the 23rd, and there's another big, awesome gift waiting for you. For details of the program, check the link in the notes to this episode, and we'll talk to you next week.